We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, continuing Players Week on the Pat Mayo Experience and Mayo Media Network today. Players Championship, best bets, the gold, the silver, the bronze. If you were tuning in during football season, you would have seen the show every week for the NFL season. If you don't care about football and you only care about golf, well... You're going to be in for a great surprise on this show. One of the favorites, along with the Tim and the Tim and Jeff show, going through it. We still have the DraftKings picks with Tambo tomorrow. Cut Sweats Live on Friday afternoon with me, Tim, and Jeff as well, along with some other friends to conclude Players' Championship Week. Reminder to everyone out there, smash the like button to the episode. Give me your best bet down in the description. And I still have $500 of cold, hard cash to give away. Still time to enter the draw. You want to get 10 ballots. It's super easy. Sub to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leave a five-star review. Boom, you get 10 ballots into the draw. You can sub to the newsletter. That will take less than five seconds. It's completely free. It's down in the description. That'll get you three ballots sub to Mayo Media Network on YouTube. That's two ballots into the draw. Winners announced on Wednesday with Tambo, so tune into that. And there's only a 1,000 spots remaining in the DraftKings Listeners League right now. So if you want one of those spots of $75,000 of rake-free guaranteed money, I suggest you go get one because it's probably going to be full by the time Wednesday rolls around. So you got to do that right now down in the description as well. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo will get you 20% off all of the research tools, the lineup generator, the simulator, the ownership projections. Never a better time with millions of dollars available on DraftKings this week. All right, we're through that. Rob Pozzola, Cam Stewart on the line with me. Cam, it's been a while since you've been on a golf show. It's been like five years. Yeah, Pat, and I'm really happy to be back. I love golf. Uh, I almost took Kitty Yammer last week, and it, it's funny. Like, I, I, Rob knows Billy the doorman when he works at the score. The guy literally calls me, and I have every golfer and every shot. He's like, this numb nuts, put it in the rough. It's like, dude, like, why do you text me about, like, what you need or whatever? Like, every week, it's like, I don't understand this guy, Pat. It's like, I don't text him every shot. Can you just enjoy the damn golf tournament and stop texting me every shot? Like, the guy's a grown man, too, and I even, I, I just don't understand. Anyway, he hit Kitty Yama. I should have listened. Uh, I really needed uh, Tyrell Hatton. But as you know, Pat, that guy is uh, hes uh, Mr. Meltdown. The guy's basically blood is made of lava. Guy misses a putt and he wants to, like, kill himself. 
I, I Ty Hatton, I understand emotional people. I can get emotional, but that guy's like, stop talking to yourself and stop flipping out all the time. It's getting old. Rob, do you factor that into your modeling for golf? <laughs> what, psychos? Well, I, I mean, in the it, mold? It, it, it is factored <laughs> in. the Sims. But in a way it is right because when you're modeling golf you're using like previous results and previous data to to predict what's going to happen in the future and all of like Hatton being crazy and missing a putt and then picking up his ball and throwing it into the water you know it might not be reflected on an actual spreadsheet but that missed putt is <laughs> and the fact that he you know completely loses it down the stretch that's all reflected in the data he almost kept it together and got the win almost almost yeah. isn't good enough pat like you know what the worst is too about golf is I remember that time didn't Torbjorn and Olison go on a plane, whip it out, and like piss everywhere, and he had a big controversy. And then I remember I used to bet this guy one week I didn't bet him, Pat, when we were working together at Fantasy. I think it was like two hundred to one, and I left him off the board. That's the whole problem is golf's kind of like relationships. Like once you keep on going, you can't stop because if the guy that you have and like one of your horses wins and you don't have him, Rob, as you say, that's full orbit mode. Mm -hmm. You just lose your mind. And I've taken Kitty Yama a million times in the Euro Tour or whatever. And this week, I don't... Yeah, anyway, I should have hedged out. I'm an absolute stooge. So, so, Rob, now that you're on the golf programming on Mayo Media Network, is there anyone in the golf betting industry that you'd like to create a feud with? Because I see you're taking a page <laughs> out of Feinberg's book here. Just going after people. That's your new thing. Oh, bad. I don't <laughs> seek out the the feuds. They seek me. This Do is they the really, problem. though, Rob? Do well, you really? It, it really did. Anyways. Oh, okay. I'm not the type of guy, you come after me, I'm not the type of guy that's going to sit there and ignore it. I defend myself. I've always yeah. been that type of person. Luckily, the golf community has always been nice to me. So there's no one that I have a bone to pick with just yet. But if someone were to come after me, yeah, I'll defend myself. And maybe there will be a feud that starts. So it's a long season. I'm sure something will happen between now and then that will set me off. But it hasn't happened yet, Pat. <laughs> Well, uh, people should tune into the Euro Tour, sorry, the DP World Tour Picks and Bet Show that's up on Mayo Media Network right now to get your hands on the 1,500 to 1 guy that I just gave Cam and Rob before the show started. Yes. And another 200 to 1. Uh, your guy, Tom Valiant. Cam, is that. Oh, Pat, I thought we were going to keep these things secret. Like now, if everyone bets them, we're going to knock down the odds. Shh. We can't do this. Like, I don't know who your golf guy is, but yeah, Tom Valiant fighting the uh, big John Stud for the Intercontinental Championship. Anyway, what a handle. What's your name? I'm Tom Valiant. When I think of Tom Valiant, I think of Chippendales. Like, I just see this guy whipping it out. Yeah, women. Valiant's here. Like, that guy sounds like a male stripper. Great handle. Like, Pat, like, imagine a name. Like, you have a great name, like Pat Mayo. It's very distinct. But Tom Valiant, like, your last name is Valiant. That's... That's so stripper. It's so wrestling. It's so amazing. It's very adult film star is what I would say. Like yeah. Tom Valley, you know, he's, he's in the office having a cup of coffee and a girl's under his desk. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hi, Tom. Have you checked the spreadsheets? Next thing you know, eater, eater, eater. yeah, it's party time. Anyway, I, I, with a name like Tom Valiant, you can't lose. Great bet, Pat. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope it pays off for us. That 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 you, or the, you, you that definitely are, can lose. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, you can lose, but he, but but I'm very confident with a with a namesake like that. I, I feel better about going into the tournament than some other turkeys that we're going to take. So does it Mr. Make, Valiant, he's fine with me. Does it make you feel more or less confident that he? Uh, I mean, according to his age group, he is an adult, so that's good news. But he is a, mm -hmm. a an amateur from France, so he is really Tom Valiant. I like that Valiant. Yeah. I don't know, Pat. There's some pretty good French golfers on the tour. Like 
Lucas Herbert's pretty like you know this. Uh, it, no, is he Australian? Yeah, you, you're, 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 you're thinking of Ben. You're thinking of Ben Herbert, who sucks. Herbert. Oh yeah, Ben Herbert. You're right. Mon Dieu, wrong Frenchman. What happened to my friend Victor Dubuisson? He he gone. Yeah, he, he used to be really doobie. good. Pat, he, he made the final four at match play at Dove Mountain that year. I know, but like Ro- Rosner, Rosner is pretty good. Big Dick Vic Perez is pretty good too. I good call, Vic. Per- Hi, you're, so you're you're telling me your name's Vic Perez and you're French? Like, what, what, well, kind of like that, Rob. If you said Vic Perez, what would you think? I was thinking Mexico, well, Spanish or something. Yeah, Ma- Mex- yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Of course, but it, it could be like you know, uh, Spanish or Mexican father and French mother. Even Rosner, like Ros Rosner bag, Pat. I would think German or Dutch. Like if you mm-hmm. gave me the name Rosner, I wouldn't yeah. think uh, uh, he's from Nice, France, or you know, like, I, I just don't see it. But anyway, all right, is what it is. Let's get into the gold picks. Starting off, I will lead the way. Obviously, I went through uh, most of the outright bets that I want to take on the show with Jeff and Cust. Cust had like a mental breakdown on the show, picking guys <laughs> who may or may not even be in the field at this point, loving the new schedule. So I highly recommend that you go tune into that. But now we're going to crack down on a little bit more like, you know, coin flippy type things and some value that sticks out. So my number one and Throwing Siwoo Kim into a gold selection is never really the most safe thing in the world. But here's what I like, Cam. Run it by you. Siwoo Kim parlayed with Chris Kirk to make the cut, plus 135. Love it. Love it. Chris yeah. Kirk's been an absolute animal. And, Pat, uh, I got to tell you guys, I almost I bet Harris English live. He was 32-1 to 1 before the round. And I was thinking it was going to be a Georgia Bulldog back-to-back because those things sometimes happen. Remember? Pat, back in the day, the Todd father won a few events in a row. So sometimes these weird correlations happen. I love your bet. Siwoo Kim has a great track record at the players. And I got to be honest with you, if it's Florida golf, Chris Kirk, count me in every tournament. Rob, what what, what do your numbers suggest? Yeah, so I actually like this quite a bit. I mean, Siwoo Kim has been pretty consistent this year. You look at the vast majority of his starts. I mean, I think he has four T25s. Those were the early starts this year. Only one missed cut. To Cam's point, Chris Kirk has been on fire. The only thing is, like, I don't really know what to do with this tournament in the sense that I don't know that I don't know exactly what matters. Let me put it that way. Like Cam mentioned, oh, you know, Siwoo Kim's got a great track record at this tournament, but no one really has like a great track record at this tournament relative to other tournaments on tour. Like, if you look at course history for some previous tournaments, you're going to see guys that like always atop the leaderboard. Then for this tournament, like you got guys that win and then miss the cut the next year, which is kind of unheard of. So I'm I'm looking at guys that have just played consistent golf this year. That's kind of my my thing. And I think Siwoo Kim and Chris Kirk both fit that bill. Uh, so I, I personally like that bet as well. So the only players, I guess Daniel Berger's not in the field, so we can't include him in this. And to your point, Rob, looking at the past five years, and I'm using the uh, course history tool on fantasynational.com slash Mayo to get that 20% off all membership levels. But here are the guys who have made the cut each of the past five years. Now, Siwoo WD'd from this tournament last year. That's something that you know, was always on the table with him, but he had made the uh, four cuts previous. He's never actually missed a cut at this tournament, but last year was off the rails, and if people were if they were like, well, I don't want to come back on the course on a Tuesday to try to not make the cut. So let's go go through that way. Keegan has made every cut. Thomas has made every cut. Corey Connors is three for three. John Rahm is five for five. Berger was five for five. The Gim Reaper is two for two. Tom Hoagie Ooh. is four for four. And that's about all we're doing here. Uh, D- that's, D- that's my point, right? D- Dylan Fratelli is two for two. <laughs> hmm. 
That's I, it. A lot of people tell me I look like Fratelli. You do, actually. Put some squash glasses on, Rob, and you and Fratelli can go play a match down at the club. Yeah. So that's what we're looking at here. Oh, and, and, yeah. and I mean, I might have a Kramer Hickok prop coming up, but he's two for two as well. Uh, <laughs> so Nick Taylor and Adam Long, both three for three. But the weather this year, at least from early indications came, actually looks pretty good for Thursday and Friday. It's not going to be replicating what we saw a year ago. No, that's good. I, I, I got to be honest with you. Like when you, when we're betting golf a lot of the time, Pat, like, and you got those leaders, I'm just like, please let the skies open up and make a hurricane. I was hoping for that. Like last week, everyone going backwards and, the weather in the final round, it, it, it was great. I got I to gotta tell you, though, I love Florida golf. I think California golf, I don't want to see a guy going that low. I think it's much better uh, when you have winning scores at eight, nine under instead. Heck, remember the Canadian Open when, like, Bovan Pelt was battling, like, John Daly? And who, who else was it, Pat? Like, the winning scores, like, four under. Like, I love that type of stuff. But I know the players hate it because, oh, oh, I'm getting it's embarrassed. The so course hard. is hard. Oh, it's like, yeah, you're a professional golfer. It's supposed to be hard. Yeah. Figure it out. Rob, what do you have? You're for right, though, Rob. Do you not agree? Do you not agree? No, no, I, I, I agree. Yeah, like, why are you Let, whining about it? You're just, it should be like, challenging. Yes, you're, you're the you're best in the world. Like, I yeah. embrace this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's tough conditions. Like, yeah. get over it, man. It's there, supposed to be that way. There is a level of when it gets stupid, though. Like, yes, I, like I, the I U.S. Open with Ratip Goosen. Like, remember that one where we're the yeah. rolling balls off the friggin' green? That's just dumb because exactly. they have no chance but it should be every major should be extremely difficult and every national championship should be extremely difficult i agree thank you rob see i don't want to feud with you you got enough no, no. on your plate right now no i will figure out there's something else i'll get under your skin with on the show today i'm not oh, sure yeah, what yeah. it is yet we see no, you're a little bit rattled right from your, your feuds pat that's the thing rob usually comes at me a little bit harder but uh his cranium's got a lot of other people uh circling around right well, now. i've well, let out a lot of the anger this week on other people <laughs> yes yeah rob, rob doesn't have time to make sit down twitter videos for every single person he's feuding with you really need to be at the top of the pyramid for that to happen do you have a gold pick, true. Rob? I yeah, do. So <laughs> I'm approaching this very differently this week, by the way. I'm looking for glory, period. I don't care if I go 0-3. I'm giving my three favorite outright. 0-3? Only one guy wins a golf tournament. If we go 1-3, we're amazing. That's right? what I'm saying. But yeah. I'm, I'm say what, I'm what I'm trying to explain here, Cam, if you let me finish, is that I'm I'm going to be taking some long shots here. This I'm not I'm not part you know same game parlaying a couple golfers to make the cut at plus one thirty five. Like we're, we're oh, going oh oh so now you're numbers. taking a, now you're taking a shot at the host. This guy's unreal, Pat. No, I'm, you didn't like that Chris Kirk pick. No, here's what I'm together, Rob. That's why you're I, feuding with people. You're very rude and I'm be not, more polite to the host. I am not taking a shot at the host. <laughs> I am merely setting expectations for when I go zero and three. That I that I took a shot here. We're all going 0-3. So just okay. start talking. Gold pick, Jason Day, 28 to 1. You idiot. That's my you <laughs> stole my pick. He's 65 well, to 1 on DraftKings, by the way. No, no. No, he's, he's not. not. He's 60. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. No, he's not. I just, I'm looking at it right now. Are you clicked oh, on that's are, US PGA championship? <laughs> wrong tournament. See, Rob, now you now you have the right to yell at me. He's, I, he's 30 I, I to one gonna, on DraftKings. Right I get now. it, Pat. I was gonna ask you actually for an account and like a bonus with the Omaha stakes because I, if Jason Day was 65 to 1, I was gonna open up a, an account just to bet on him. Well, he's not. And we don't give out fake numbers on this show like Jeff and Tim accuse us of during the NFL show. Actually, so I, those guys' numbers are uh, I don't know if they're as real as ours lately. But anyway, anyways, uh, again, I mentioned this off the top here. 
I think this is like the one it's a it's a weird tournament in that there's not a lot of predictiveness from years past, right? If you go look at past winners, some years it's guys that putt really well. Some years it's guys that keep it on the fairway. Some years it's guys that play, plays with great irons. It's not consistent from year to year. The course history, Pat went through it. There's barely anyone who consistently makes the cut year after year. I'm just looking for well-rounded players who are in good form. And Jason Day, to me, fits that mold. He's played five tournaments this year. He's finished T18 or better in all five. He has four top tens. He's very close to breaking out. He's been very good with the driver this year in terms of keeping it in the fairway, 29th on tour and driving accuracy. I think he has the game to eventually just get over the cliff here. Obviously, he had a bad run with his back for many, many years and kind of fell off of a cliff. But again, recent form to me matters. I want a guy that's been playing well going into this tournament. That to me, it matters more than anything else right now in that I just want a guy that's been consistent this year. And I think he'll give me a chance. 28 to 1, uh, Jason Day. I can't believe we have the same pick. By the way, Rob, you're absolutely correct. See, I don't want to feud with you. You need a hug, and I, I'll give you a hug. The guy's mother passed away. He had vertigo and back issues. The guy was basically broken down. Like, he was a car that needed a lot of maintenance. Have you seen Jason Day, though? You talk about models. I, I don't even need a model look at it. Pat, off the top of my head, I think he's fifth and eighth in his last two trips to the players. Is that not correct? He missed the cut last year. Okay, but the years before, he was five and eight. Like, he has two... T- Two out of three top tens, does he not? Yeah, so before missing the cut a year ago, he he didn't okay. qualify for the field the year before that. Uh, you actually, yeah. he, was, he was miscut 35th, and then there was the 2020 year, and then previous to that, he was 8th, 5th, 60th, and 1st. And that's yeah. when he was healthy. So, you know what, Rob? I don't want to take the same gold pick. So It's okay. No, I like. I can't believe it I just, love Jason no. Day this week, too. It's yeah. Okay, Pat, I have one thing. Out of the chalk. What do you think of Will Zalatoris this week, or do I just get this guy out of my life permanent? Uh, is, is he in- injured? Like, no, he's, he's 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 back off his injury. He's been fine, dude. Couldn't I mean, classic Zalatoris couldn't chip or putt last week and ends up missing yes. the cut. He's made the cut in both trips to the Players Championship. And the one thing that you will see, and Rob, you kind of hit on it that yes, a few times we have seen really good putters advance all the way up the leaderboard at Sawgrass. But historically, the most consistent players have weirdly been the great ball-striking shitty putter guys. Like, Keegan makes a bunch of cuts here. And Corey yep. Connors makes a bunch of cuts here. Like, Zalatoris fits into that mold, too. He does. I wanted, uh, But I'm, I'm sticking with Jason Day. I'm with Rob. It was my first instinct. We don't talk before the show. Jason Day with healthy. This is a perfect tournament for him. Uh, I love Jason Day. I love his odds. Hey, Patty didn't bring his A game and he finished pretty strong last week. Give me Jason Day. Love the pick, Bob. So d- double gold pick on Jason Day. Like <laughs> Rob Jason Day withdraws on the second hole of this tournament. No, he doesn't. He's gonna happens. no, Rob. We're actually gonna if things are gonna go good. He's gonna win this tournament or be very close to winning, and you'll have no, nothing to apologize for. Maybe people on Twitter will want to be your friend instead of fight you. He is plus 280 for a top 10, if that's something you were interested in as well. I, I'm into I'm into both, Pat. Know what I want with Jason Day? Let's pretend we're at Golden Corral. I'll take the bad butterfly shrimp, the, the tough steak, whatever they got going on there, rubbery chicken wings. I'll take the whole damn cafeteria buffet, top 10, top 20, win each way. I'm all in on Day this week. No vertigo, no back pain, please. Just strong play. Yeah, Just w- killing a potential sponsorship for Golden Corral for this show right there. It's a glorified cafeteria. Pat deals with Omaha steaks. He doesn't need Golden Corral. Next topic. Well, there is a new thing that is out there now. I saw an article written about it last week that in in terms of the influencer generation, you know, people give 
their products to, you know, like people like me or people on Instagram, whoever yep. it is, like, hey, go buy this. And here's why you should go buy this. But there is now the de-influencer where they give oh. they give people who people don't like products in order for them mm. to not buy them. Isn't this like the number one thing Cus could be making money on? 100%. That's exactly where I thought you were going as soon as you said de-influencer. I, I, I don't know how he... I mean, maybe he should be reaching out to the companies himself, but I think that's a match made in heaven right there. Like, I agree. Yeah, I think I'm a de-influencer too. Like, I give a lot of things credit, but I also rip things as well. Golden Corral's not that bad on a tight budget. You need something to eat. I'm just saying it's not my preferred buffet destination. Well, Cam, let, let's try to upgrade from Golden Corral a little bit. Go out for a fancy <laughs> steak dinner. What do you got for a silver pick? Oh, boy, Pat. I'm going to go with my boy, Keith Mitchell. Oh Kelly my Keith. God! Are you joking me? Keith Mitchell's my silver pick. I'm not why even. Do, why, jo- why, why are we doing this? Shit? I'm not even joking. Uh, honestly, Rob, is this, are you are you punking me? Like I, I, I am not punking. I'm not punking you. If I could share my screen, I would. Keith Mitchell. Was I have it be written down pick. here. Zalatoris question mark day star star Mitchell star star. Give me Keith Mitchell. Georgia Bulldog again. Almost winner last week. We got Harris English in the mix. Captain Kirk. You know what, uh, Pat? Keith Mitchell's record's pretty good. He's been consistent all year. He can get it in the win. What's Keith Mitchell's problem, Pat? You know golf more than anybody. His rolling the rock. But mm-hmm. when he's on with that ball striking and distance, he also eagled, Rob. You're going to like this about Keith Mitchell on those par fives last week. Eagle, eagle. Like, he has the distance. He has great iron play. If Keith Mitchell can just putt average, I'm not yeah. even saying good, whatever, just putt average, you can win the Players' Championship. Give me Keith don't call me Kim Mitchell. I am a wild party. Might as well go for a soda. I'm going to be going for vodka if we hit this one, Rob. Woo! 55 yep. to 1 on Mitchell, the Georgia Bulldog. I love it. I yeah. think it's a great price. I, I, a lot of people always talk about... Go ahead, Pat. We, uh, you were going to jump in there. Yeah. J- j- just to kind of reinforce what Cam is saying, can he roll the rock? And that's usually his problem. It is. But on Bermuda Greens, which we're seeing this week, although it's you know, not it's potential overseed based on the time of year in Florida... Bermuda is his best putting surface. He still loses strokes on Bermuda, but yeah. he doesn't put himself out of tournaments on Bermuda, which is good to see, I guess. Very important. That is I, good. A lot of people this week are like, oh, you know, I, I want to target someone who's good around the greens. They can save some strokes. You're, they're going to find themselves into trouble every now and then. Uh, want to guys get guys that can get out of trouble. I mean, Keith Mitchell doesn't really do that. Like he's he's been very consistent this year off the tee. He keeps it in the fairway, eleventh in driving accuracy. His irons have been really good. Like I'd rather a guy that's just not going to get into trouble and and has to make a few putts. And if he can, then I think he's in contention. But I, I think for the way that Keith Mitchell's played this year. Anything over 50 to 1, I think, is is a crazy price. Yeah, top 30 in greens and regulation gained on this field. Yeah. He's top 20 in sand saves gained. He's 31st over the past 24 rounds in fairways gained against this field. Mm-hmm. And that's for someone who's eighth in driving distance. Like, he bombs it, and he's accurate. Uh, when he misses, he misses left. But, you know, try to keep it out of the water. You can club down a little bit here. And to, re- to reinforce your point, Cam, I didn't know this, and now I've just looked it up, thanks to Fantasy National. Keith Mitchell has played in the Players' Championship four times in his career. Each of his past three starts, he has gained strokes putting. This is very good news. It's all aligning. It's all aligning. If we have the same bronze pick, Rob, I might jump through a window right now. That, that, like, what are the like? That is crazy, Pat. How many guys are in this golf tournament? Like with the with, with the WDs, hundred and forty-four. And me and Rob have two of the same without like. 
we might we might have to write down our bronze pick and hold it up on on paper just okay. so that there's I no... like that. I, I I wanted bigger odds with this guy, but I'm gonna do it. And you said we're here to party, so I will write it. Unfortunately, all my papers have weird marks, coffee stains, and... coffee, popcorn like, kernels on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Like it's got brown shrimp, stuff. It's, it's, like I, it's like I use this this notepad as like toilet paper. I could tell you it's not even one eighth ply. This we got a real problem here with stains. But anyway, I'm gonna write my bronze pick down. This is the worst possible paper. It's all lined too. We can't see anything, but we'll get the gist. Don't worry, Rob. I, I still, I still have wins. A, we can buy a. Truck. I still have a oh, silver. Pat still has a silver. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, mine's not you know a twenty-eight to one or a fifty-five. I guess I've already given out those picks, so I went a bit more uh, micro with what I'm looking for in some of these other markets. I'm playing a top forty here, and I listen. I bet Tom Kim to win at fifty to one and he's never played in the Players' Championship before. Not great for people making their debuts at Sawgrass. It just hasn't been historically good. I'm going with another guy who has never played at Sawgrass for a top 40, but he's just playing so well. The shorter, less than 72-yard courses are where he does his best work. He's putting well at the moment. He's just been uber consistent. He's lost strokes off the tee once in his past nine starts. He has lost strokes on approach once in his past nine starts. PGA rookie. Top 40 price at plus 240. It's no 55 to 1, but I really like Ben Griffin, Cam Stewart. I can't believe that. Ben Griffin is also on my list. I have nine guys listed. I like Ben Griffin as a super underdog. I was also kind of looking at our boy, uh, Nat King Cole. I don't. I know he didn't make the cut last week, but maybe Eric, Eric Cole. He's like 400 to one. I was like mm-hmm. looking at him too. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I don't know if I, I mean, I like Eric Cole. I looked at him for, I have my top 40 list in front of me right now. Yeah. Uh, he is, what is Eric Cole? Eric Cole is three to one for a top 40. Mm-hmm. I think he may have I uh, that pick. blown his load a little bit at the Honda. I think that might've been yeah. just, uh, he's on the come down period now. You know, Cam, you're up all night. You're partying. You know, sometimes it takes you a few days to recover. Sounds like me. No, it doesn't. I just do it all over again. <laughs> kind of like starting your day with a Caesar when you have a drinking it, problem. It's actually anyway, easier to do it uh, that way than to is, try to but recover. You'll hit a wall eventually, but yeah. you can do it. Like, yeah. And as you get older, it, it hurts a little bit more. Pat, love the Griff dog. Great pick. Okay, so those are my he, silvers. Do you, do you guys want to... Did he win? Did he, he win? Can he win? Uh, no, got, probably not. <laughs> no, but you got to sprinkle yeah. on... Like, you're not taking him just top 40. Like, you got to put no, some I'm, money on him to win, No, I'm, right? ta- I'm taking him top 40. That's what I'm betting on him. So, okay. So if wanna, he wins, you do you feel deep regret? Yes. Yes. No, I don't. I, if he wins, then I won my bet. Do I feel like a schmuck for now that Cam has said it publicly and I have said that I'm not doing it? Am I going to secretly bet it and not make that public? Maybe. But just for the peace Pat, of mind that I have, but I hadn't planned on it. You're not a schmuck, but you got to put 10 or 20 bucks on him just to, for peace of mind. See, that, see, I stopped doing that ages ago and it turned out my bankroll was much better for it. You're right. I just, uh, but I can't stop. I just, it's something like, I, it's one of those things, but I'll tell you when I was doing the show with Renzi, Rob, want to hear crazy? He accidentally bet two, like one guy, you know, the NASCAR duels, he hit yeah. both. Like, you know, when you accidentally hit that button and whatever, anyway, Pat, I'm superstitious. I know it's stupid. I know it's ridiculous, but if I hit the button instead of something I was going to take on some weirdo, I got to bet it. I'm just sorry. It's like not playing the lottery. If you don't play, you can't win, even though you're probably never going to win. Knowing Marenzi, he's probably accidentally hit a lot of bets, though, over the years. Yeah, it, but there's probably some. But I'm just saying, the guy hit the NASCAR uh, duels. And it was a great, yeah. like, and we talk about it. Sometimes they're just signs from the universe. Sometimes they don't work. Sometimes they do. Anyway, I'm not going to, Rob, I know it doesn't fit the model with my bullshit and theories and whatever. Well, anyway, well, all I'm saying is that there was yeah. probably times before 
where he accidentally hit something and it lost and he never heard about that. No, but I was doing the show with him live, but I'm just saying it's okay. How yes. do I phrase this without sounding like I'll phrase this in a scientific manner. It's called confirmation bias. And that's what's happening right now. I'm just saying, if you do it by accident, it pops up. Just put a couple bucks on it. You'll regret it if you don't bet. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are we ready, Pat? This guy's uh, he's going to start another feud pretty soon. Do you, do you guys have it both written down in front of yep, you? Yeah, I do. Okay, I I'll, don't know if it's going to make it into the screen, but are you ready, Rob? Yeah. Well, well, hold on. I'll, count, I'll, I'll count. I'll let the host I'll dictate count. when we're going to put yeah, it. Oh, up. sorry, sorry, Pat. See, I, I know your role, Omaha Steaks. Come on, Cam. Get it together. I'll count you down from three. We'll bring you up on the big screen, and then boom, we'll see what the picks are, all right? Yeah. Three, two, one. What are they? Davis R- Riley. Sahith Thugala. That was my fourth pick. <laughs> I, I was actually going to say Tagala, but I wanted to go nuts with Riley. I need better. He's 100 to 1 on DraftKings. I, I, I got him at a little bit more than that. Pat, he broke my heart last week. But you know what the thing about Davis Riley is? We talk about baby bump with Geoff. Hey, I got a baby. Uh, you know, I'm going to crush some uh, Dr. Pepper and Crown Royals and watch the Chargers disappoint me again. But sometimes things go well when you get baby bump. He's got a, a new caddy. Yes. And he played great last week. So. These, that That's my model, Rob. That's my thing. It's like little things like that. That's a real-life situation, right? So I like Davis Riley, Pat. I think, especially for a top 20, I think he can win this damn golf tournament. He was really good before. He was in a slump, and now he's got a new caddy. Look what he's done since. He's been pretty good. Give me yep. Davis Riley at 100-1. to Love your Tagala pick, by the way, Rob. You'll make my six pack. So Davis Riley was also one of the handful of golfers I made notes for as well. So he was on my radar um, on top of it. So I actually like that pick and full transparency. I bet Davis Riley this week as well. So I think we are seeing eye to eye on a lot of these things, Cam. I don't know if that's good. I don't know if it's bad. I don't know what's going on. I honestly don't know what's going on. I don't either. Like the thing is me and you know, the funniest thing, Rob, is we're very different people, but I find we come around to the same things a lot of the time in different ways. You do it by science numbers and whatever and i do it a little bit by more feel but there's a lot of different ways to get to the same destination right yep i feel that way it's a lot of ways to peel a potato as Peter <laughs> wants you to say actually there's only one way to peel a potato. i i agree <laughs> no, there's, no, just, I, I can peel potatoes two separate ways one i use the carrot I, I use the carrot peeler yeah. and i do it yeah. or i just do it i mean it's more effective when you just put a knife in your hand and go like this like old school navy no, style no, but, no, but no, those no, are no. basically I, the same way those are two different I, tools in order to peel the potato 
Listen, Pat, I love you. You've been good to me your whole life. I used to peel potatoes and carrots for a living. It was my job after I worked in the back shop. I went up north every summer. The knife, you waste too much potato. Then you get the boss going, we're wasting potatoes. Even though they're cheap, you got to do it with the peeler. And you got it. There's a certain technique to it, too. You got to start. If there's a little bit of an imperfection, start there. And then the, it, it, it's just, anyway, I'm not going to tell you about the art of peeling potatoes. I've done I peeled. If I had a dollar for every potato I peeled, I'd be living on a golf course. Don't use a knife. I mean, you, you potato it, waste. There's, there's also a different way you can do it. I just I just Googled it and you can buy a potato yeah. peeler for twenty seven dollars at Walmart. Mm. Potato peelers are two bucks. At Dollarama, yeah, twenty-seven dollar no. potato. Tin no, it what, what does it do? Does it grab your nuts? No. What does a twenty-seven dollar potato peeler do? You put the potato in it and it peels itself. Oh, the spinning thing. Yeah, dee, 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 dee. Pat, you'd be impressed by me. I actually bought uh, oyster knives. Oh, online. So I didn't want it because I almost like literally like took my finger off doing oysters. So was oh, that I the actually, Super Bowl party? Your Super Bowl party where you guys uh, just I didn't have a, smell I didn't, the house of seafood? I didn't have a Super Bowl party. It was me and my oh. girlfriend, and when the okay. Eagles lost, we were in yep. orbit together. Yeah. Absolutely okay. wasted. Sorry, bad memories. <laughs> yeah, 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 bad memories. No, it doesn't matter. The teaser hit wrong. My my stupid mathematical teasers that never make sense, and I hit a lot of props. I just mm. wish the Eagles won because one of my best friends is an Eagles fan, and that's what I do. Unlike Billy the Doorman, who never cheers for me, all his bets all the time, I actually mm-hmm. want to be a team player and let everyone win. So I hope we win this. Week. So, so Cam, is your bet Davis Riley to win or Davis Riley to top ten or top twenty? Davis Riley. What is he top twenty? Top twenty? Davis Riley yeah. is probably going to be like six to one or something like that. I'll take it, but I'm betting him to win. Okay, that's fine. I mean, you can say to win. That's that, that's also fine. No, but. It's- See, I sometimes I just don't understand on this game. It's six to one's fine for twenty. His odds of winning. You no, know what? Yes, give me six to one on Davis Riley slash. Can I break this bet in half, or is that a problem? I hate it, to be the bearer it, of it, bad it, news here. It's actually four fifty. Yeah, plus four fifty. Sorry, I'll still take it. I don't care. Okay, What's the top forty? Is he even money? It's a good question. Top forty. Yeah. You give me plus money on him top 40, I'll do that instead of the top 20. Uh, plus 175. Yeah, yeah plus Sold! Sold! So, Riley, top 40, plus 175. I'm curious, beyond just the recent results, Rob, and how well Thigala is doing right now, I, I don't like this course for him at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's me. But you seem to like him at 80-1 to 1 to win this tournament. Explain yourself. Good um, so honestly, it is a lot to do with the recent results, but not, o- not only just the recent results, like you can obviously just look at his tour results this year. You see 54th, 4th, 39th, 6th, 14th. So pretty consistent. He's made all the cuts that he started so far. But the one thing I like about him is that his strokes gained in all categories have been improving over the course of the year, especially strokes gained with irons has been his approach numbers have consistently gotten better as the season has got on. Wedge and putter game has improved as the season has gone on so far. I think he's just primed to win something soon. I really do. Um, that That's it, really. Like, listen, this is, for me, full transparency with the audience. I think it's a very tough tournament to predict. I think there you have last year's data, which you might as well throw out the window because that tournament was, like, crazy the way that, it you know, it unfolded over the course of, of that weekend. Um, challenging, but I, I prefer to just play guys at this field where I think that they're coming in playing well. 
And for me, Tagala has consistently been improving as the year has gone on. I think he's poised for a breakout. Okay. I just had a vision. Harris English wins the Players' Championship. Well, that's a vision of me losing a bunch of money this week. I just don't know why it happened now. Maybe if I had it at the start of the show, he would have made the mineral picks. But he will be bet as well at 80-1. to Why do you like it? Because he's a Georgia Bulldog? (laughs) Yeah, my my theory. Partly, Pat. You got me. (laughs) You know, he played great last week. Sure. Know what I like about about Harris English? He has the demeanor of a guy that's in a coma. (laughs) He doesn't breathe he doesn't react he is the opposite of terrell hatton and me i claim to i would love to have dave uh, like harris english's demeanor in life and on the golf course he just doesn't give a rat's ass he just goes through it he never gets too high never gets too low and patty played great last week don't you think he'll he plays good in florida golf and he's healthy again i think it's good he used to be one of the better players in the world, Pat. We're getting 80 to 1. So, I'm just saying, we only have gold, silver, bronze, extra minerals he's in. That's okay. all I'm saying. So I bet Webb Simpson to win this tournament at 200 to Ooh. 1. Uh, w- when the odds open, I think he's down to 150 on drafting. He's down to 100 in some other spots right now. Yep. But the same logic, I, I know that Harris English had a better week last week than Webb Simpson. Webb Simpson is currently suffering from Tommy Fleetwood disease where he has three really good rounds and one really bad round to get him out of each and every tournament. But he's won the players before. He's won the Wyndham Championship before. He plays well on these Pete Dye short Bermuda courses. And you're getting over double the number on Webb than Harris English. If you want to talk about guys that were previously good, Webb Simpson was way better than Harris English. No, I agree, Pat. I'm just saying I like Harris English, but I like your Webb Simpson pick. Um, I was also thinking, I know we talked earlier, I know we have our picks. How do you feel about Keegan Bradley this week? He's yeah. too, I mean, Paul and I were discussing Paul's guy, Keegan Bradley, before the show. His odds are just too low. Like I could Yeah, bet, that's I, the problem. I, I, I could bet <laughs> Keegan Bradley at 40 to 1, or I could bet Hideki at 90 to 1 right now. Yeah. No, I understand that. We always look for value, but I just hate to say it, Pat. See, this, this is why we're good to have the show. We have different takes and stuff like that. I'll take a matchup bet with Keegan Bradley over Hideki Matsuyama for a dime. Sure, but be but 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 on that, based on what the odds, you're not getting that matchup. That matchup would be like minus two hundred right now, based on the yeah, odds. Yeah, that's a that's a problem. That's I I I I, I saw Keegan Bradley at sixty to one. I, I I'm just that, saying, is that, that what, what's, he's been bet down a lot? Yeah, he's been bet down a lot this week. Okay. Let's take a look. I yeah, know I have a like he's now in the range. Listen, I, I bet Tom Kim to win. Tom Kim's right around Keegan's odds. Shane Lowry is now way deeper. Like you can get Shane Lowry at up to 65 to one in some spots, 55 on DraftKings, or you get Keegan Bradley at 40. Like I think that Shane Lowry might finish dead last, but I also think he has a better chance to win than Keegan Bradley does. Keegan Bradley, you're right. He's been bet down. I see him at 45 and 50 on a couple yep. of sites that I'm on. Yep. Uh, Pat, I got Tom Kim on my pinata pick. You know, when you throw a one hundred twenty-five to one. That's... Yeah, I don't know, man. So I just I, I like to have fun with the pinata. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got him and Morikawa at one hundred twenty-five to one. Well, Not I, bad. I mean, I, I just straight up bet both those guys this week, so I hope they win. <laughs> I did a pinata pick on the coldest day of winter back in November, and I did had the coldest day up until a couple weeks ago, and then it, it lost. <laughs> I so, so, so what was your pinata pick? Like my pinata pick was the yeah. coldest it, cold. I I threw two darts on the pinata. Coldest day of winter. I got December twenty third and January eleventh. January eleventh was the previous coldest day until like a couple Fridays ago, when it got down to like minus 
15 or whatever. And, you know, oh my God. So you're telling me you did a weather pinata pick. And oh, I yeah. can tell you that December 23rd was the coldest. I thought because my furnace blew up. That's how I spent Christmas with no heat. I was celebrating that day. I'm sorry, Cam. I feel yeah, really bad. You should have invited but... me over. Rob is me and my girlfriend got nine heaters in here. And, and, and I'm basically, yeah, no, that was what a day. And then, yes. and then, know what I love too? How the enter, you, you think I got a problem with Barb? How about Enersource? Like a knock, knock. Oh, broken, broken, broken furnace. Like they got you by, like you can't, what are you going to do? No, I'd like to wait a couple weeks to, to, get, to get the deal. Like, you know what I mean? The Christmas fleece job. Coming in, my, uh, 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 sign, uh, uh, what are you going to do? You have to pay whatever price they say. You mm-hmm. need heat. We better hit a winner this week. Then he, then he can find me in a ditch when Scotty Scheffler just beats the entire Scheffler, field by seven if, strokes. If Brian Mulrooney wins this damn tournament, <laughs> I am going to jump out a window. Pat, who does Scheffler look like to you? A, a fusion of Mulrooney and somebody. He looks I, like the former prime. He minister. looks like a caricature. Yes, a little he, bit. he's like a cartoon. Like yeah. he's got the face like of the Mulrooney, but he's got something else in there too. That's kind of what I see. Okay, I have a bronze pick for you, and I, I have oh, it. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> yeah, it's on the show. I think. I so it, it's da- it's down to three guys, and I, I want to make special mention as I'm crossing him off the list right now. I was looking for top forty plays that actually actually pay out pretty well. Kramer Hickok is someone at plus two sixty who comes in like really good form. Hasn't missed a cut at the players in his two starts. All he basically does is hit fairways and putt really good on Bermuda. But you're not looking for him to win. You're not looking for a top 10. You're looking for a made cut. I wanted to get him into the make the cut market, but he's not available in the make the cut market. So the top 40 finish is plus 260. I'm not going to end up going to him. So it's down between Brandon Woo and Justin Suh as my top 40 plays. Now, Justin Suh. Plus 185 for a top 40 is a better player than Brandon Wu. But Brandon Wu specializes at these like really dinky short courses and he's plus 260. And he's been fairly good recently. Like these are the guys at the bottom of the board that I'm looking looking at to compliment the guys at the top of the board that I actually bet. This is nuts, Pat. Like, I can't believe like we've had no conversations about this tournament. I had Wu. Top 10 and 20. Remember he made that nice deep Sunday run? Didn't he finish like fifth or sixth a couple weeks ago? Yeah, like he, he was fantastic. He, he finished yeah. he finished second at Pebble Beach. And he was 14th yes. at Honda uh, the last time and, that he played. And I'm going to tell you, Justin Sue's got game. Yep. If this guy can get hot with the putter, like his, his iron play and ball striking is impeccable. I actually think both of these guys can win the turn. I, I the mean, problem I, is we can't bet 20 guys. Well, I mean, you can if you want to. If they're all like 150 to one, sure, yeah. I mean, I think Justin Sue is like 200 to one or something like that. Brandon, I, I, I yep, have to. 200 I'm to putting one. 10, 20 bucks on him. I have yep. to. I've bet him as well. Just he, oh, well, Ju- Justin Sue hits every fairway, which is huge. Like he just, yes. I'm just looking for guys in these top 40 markets that I know that aren't going to get themselves into a bunch of trouble off the tee. What they do after that, like whatever. Hopefully he can putt well. And realistically, outside of the Honda, when he had a chance to win, he's putt really well. He's gained 4.3, 4.4, 4.1 strokes in three of his past four starts. And he's been gaining with his irons every single time. He's been losing strokes off the tee. But if you look at the three tournaments that he lost strokes off the tee in, Bay Hill, super long course. Riviera, super long course. Torrey Pines, super long course. His accuracy 
just isn't good at, good enough at those courses because you need to bomb the ball to have a chance. He made the cut at all of them. He finished pretty well. And those are elevated field events at the same time. He's playing against the very best in the world at a huge disadvantage based on the course. At Honda, he gained strokes off the tee. At the Sony, he gained strokes off the tee, albeit against a much weaker field. But you're getting him at a course that is much more tailored to his skill sets. And two of those courses in terms of length are exactly what we're going to see this week. So that's my pick. Justin you know Sir, plus 185 or plus 187, top 40 finish. Love it, Pat. I like and that by a the lot. way, just a, just a uh, public service announcement about bets. There's a lot. Remember, there's Dylan Wu and Brad. There's D Wu, B Wu. There's mm-hmm. a million Kims. Tom Kim, C Wu Kim, SH Kim. Like, that's the thing. Be careful. Drunk gambling and just hitting. Oh, I'm taking Kim. Taking woo. Like, you got to know which guys you're taking. On the LPGA Tour, there's so many. They have numbers now. Right, Rob? Isn't it like Ji Hung uh, Lee 6? Like, there's 6, 9, 4. This is not some kind of, like, I'm just giving the facts. Like, I, 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 I'm I, just telling you, like, be careful when you're going to these websites because some of them have the same last names. Right? Good Pat? advice. Good advice. Know who you're yeah. betting on. Yeah. Anyway, Great advice. It, so is it D woo or B? Do you like B woo over D woo? That's what I'm asking. I, I, I'm betting Justin Sue. 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 Yeah, no, I know. S U H. Yes, Kong Sue. I'm gonna absolutely put all you see. That's why you have feuds. I know he's betting Sue, but I thought you took Brandon Wu. Is no. it B Wu or D Wu? No. Okay. I also like Brandon Woo or Woo. Boop boop boop. <laughs> Any way you want to go with it, but it, Justin Sue is gonna be my bet. For this one at plus 187 to come finish inside the top 40. Uh, but yeah, Brandon Wu's plus 260. Dylon Wu is someone else who's in the field. I actually like Kevin Wu at this event, but he didn't get himself in. So that's unfortunate for him. So you're telling me there's four Wu's? Yeah. Yeah, but the, And no, if you if you count Si Wu Kim, I think it's five. What about Min Wu Lee? Yeah. Min Woo Lee. Oh yeah, Min Wu Lee's a shooter. That guy can he's a good great player. Yeah, see? So I'm saying drunk gamble. I just Public service announcement for everybody. Just be careful you click on. Just know the name of the golfer that you're betting on when you place the bet. <laughs> but the thing it's a prerequisite. About, the thing is, I like the fact that they've gone to Tom Kim because it was Pat. What was his? What's his real name? Is it Seung? Yeah, it's, it's um, Jun Hyun Kim. Now Tom Kim yeah. is a bit of a different story because Tom mm-hmm. Kim, like Tom Kim, is gaming the system. He understands what's going on here because yes. I, I think he he either grew up in New Zealand or Australia. Like he speaks perfect English. He had like, he, he has the real chance to become like a huge, he's 21 years old. And like, yeah, when you have Byun Hun An and Siwoo Kim, like, I don't know, it's, it's tougher for them to translate over to the American audience. Like they, they had Tom Kim mic'd up at the waste management open doing the CBS play-by-play, like walking himself through the hole. Like he's really set himself yeah. up. Well, he just needs one of these big wins. He's already won twice. So far. He's very likable. Yeah. He's very likable, Pat. They talked about him because he was Tom Kim. Why are you Tom Thomas? The train engine was one of his favorite things as a kid. And no, this kid really gets it. Like I, I'm a big he, Tom. He Kim named fan. himself Tom Tom Kim because of Thomas yes. the train engine. Yes. Yes. That's, I'm not even making this up. It's Thomas. I mean, there it's, it's hey, to each their own. That's from my database. It's from I, I used to Thomas watch that, the that, Thomas that the there, there you go. engine. Thomas the yes, tank engine. You. That's why he called himself Tom Kim because he was. But it was it show. was like the the show was called something different, right? Right, growing up. Yeah, I think they've changed that. Yeah, now. it's, called, it's shining called the fa- it's shining called the time railroad, life, something like It's called that. Thomas the Train Engine. It's not okay. called I, I, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I just no, we just it, explained it to you. It's called it, Thomas the Train Engine, is it not? 
I, I think I think it was called Shining Time Station. Yes, I think Rob, you're right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, no, Patrick. No, no, what? I, I thank you, Rob. I would like to say I'm a complete asshole and idiot for. You should do the show like Harris English next week. <laughs> I agree, but how? Are, but would people don't like let your I, emotions ride on your sleeve? Think, think it through. Yeah. Breathe. But isn't that the fun of the show? So <laughs> of people can just mock, mock. I hate Harris English because of that. The guy's got no personality. I can't. I can't I deal with it. Enjoy it, actually. I, I wish can't I deal with it. No, he's cool, man. He's if if you watch Harris English and you only watch the final putt of every hole with no scoreboard or anything, you would have no clue if that guy eagled or if he triple bogeyed. That's zero I clue. I hate that. I but hate that. But it works that. for him. Like I'd not rather it has to be like hat. Like the thing is, I'd rather see Hatton throw balls into the water and 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 Spieth talking to the hole afterwards for ten seconds. You know what though? The difference is Hatton at least is funny for it's kind of like wrestling. WWE's for kids. That's the Jordan Spieth talk, and Tyrell Hatton's more like with Chris Jericho and hijinks and there's drones and you know what I mean. Urban Meyer's getting hit over the head with a computer. That's fun. That's what adults like. It's more comedy. Jordan Spieth. Let's call it out for what it is. When I listen to that guy talk to himself, like I literally. My my blood boils when I oh, I love it. I oh, love watching him miss all those thoughts. Oh, Jordan! Oh, yeah, miss that one. He's, he's acting like the hole moved on him. Like, exactly. No, it's buddy. You're the one that contacts the ball. Like, you missed you, the putt. It's yeah. not anybody else's fault. Looks now. at the caddy like you know. know. Every, it's everyone's fault but Jordan's. Usually, Thank you. But, and Michael yes. Greller's one of the best caddies uh, going. Rob, sorry about Thomas the train engine thing. I thought that's the name of the shiny town station. Okay. Thank you. And that was so ignorant of me. I apologize. Well, I believe that uh, the new show, because my kids watch it, is Thomas and Friends. Mm. See? So that's closer, but it's closer. Rob still deserves the apology because I didn't get it. Thank right. you. I appreciate that. So, I don't so, want to feud with you, Rob. Don't so, want, I, so, I don't want to have to record a video of you, Cam Day. Don't, I don't, don't want to have to record. <laughs> don't worry. I'll bring a bag of money and throw it on the table. <laughs> Let me tell you about Keith Mitchell this week, losers. <laughs> you going to book Cam's Keith Mitchell action there, Bet Stan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why you book my action, Rob? Yeah, you hate that guy? There you go. Here's another feud for you. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> He's a buddy. Don't worry, Carmelo Anthony Scoob. We're gonna make some money this week. Me, you, and Pat. We're gonna have a great and, week. I feel and good not, about and this. not and not me. You just left me out of that. No, I said me, you, and Pat. Rob, yeah, I meant you, you, and, you, you and were talking dog. to Scooby Doo over there when you Rob, said me, you, and Pat. I almost wish you win a bag of money so you could do a video and throw a bag of money on the table. I would never do that. Fight with another person. I, I can throw out bags of money. Like, who does that? I don't like. Uh, who does that? Honestly, uh, I, I'm not I don't here. Know, wrestlers, not even like that. That's this right. Teddy Biasi only stuck it down your throat. That's it. That was yeah. like the, and it was a gimmick. It like was it was his gimmick. Very good gimmick. Like who are the, you know, anyways, I don't have anything to prove to anyone really. Like <laughs> just, I'm not going to record videos of myself emptying bags of money on my desk to prove a point. I think and most should. of my, most of my wealth is in like, I get paid in crypto mostly. Like I don't deal well, in a well, lot of cash. I'll give, you, I'll give Rob credit. Like when he was talking about Bitcoin, how many years ago, I thought it was like literally like, like finding a slug at a construction site. And I really wish I, Rob, I really wish you like, convinced me hypnotized me whatever and i could have actually had my house paid off instead of yeah like, you say that like though loser. but like rob spent like 3.4 million dollars to redesign his bathroom at one point too didn't you rob i uh not 3.4 million dollars no i mean basically i did my basement for what could have amounted to a home about buying another home about a year later yes oh, okay so so bitcoin was hot bitcoin was cold i got paid i i i was owed a lot of money yeah. back in the day and i was trying to arrange to get paid and some guy was like i'm we're gonna we're gonna send you a bunch of bitcoin 
And I'm like, Bitcoin, like what the hell is, is Bitcoin? And they're like, it's Bitcoin or nothing, bud. And I'm doing Google searches and it's like, Bitcoin is a scam. Bitcoin. I'm like, yeah. you guys are trying to scam me. They're like, listen, take it or leave it. You're getting the money this way. That's it. You can cash it out if you want to. So they paid me. They paid me 40 Bitcoin at $400 at that time. And it basically tripled in value like a few years later. And I was like, well, this thing is probably a scam. I'll sell most of it. We'll redo the basement. A year after that, it was worth, I, I, I sold that. How like, much a money lot of, did you make from Bitcoin? Like 500 thou? Like more? I, I did well. I don't okay, have a mortgage right. don't on talk my about house. Other people's I, finances. I, my I, mortgage I, I, is paid off. I, you know, I'm, like, I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah I, I did well off of Bitcoin, yes. So Cam, do you have a full six pack you're going to deliver to us? I think shit. I got a meeting at the bank. By the way, about getting fleeced. They're like your line of credit, Mister Stewart. See, like, why, why do people even go to banks? Why don't I just keep my money hidden, hidden, hidden somewhere, like Tony Soprano did? Yeah, you want a six pack? Yeah, because then your house goes up in flames and you lose all your money. Got to bury it properly. Well, well okay, sure, bury it. I'm gonna <laughs> in, in, bury a, it. In, a, in a fireproof safe. So if your house burns down, you you got so, the money still there. I have a with, fireproof with, safe. With, with important documents. I have a fireproof safe. It's one of the best on the market. They last like two hours in, in under flames. It's not like it's a, a permanent, the, really? the best safe. So you're do telling not... me you can't get a safe that lasts like a day without being disrupted by. I'm sure you could, and they exist out there. They probably will cost you more than the money itself to, that you're going to be putting into the safe. Okay. But documents are, are important too. We're going to go yeah. with uh, Jason Day, Tagala, Mitchell, Riley, English. And you know what, Pat? Your boy, Sue. Maybe it's a sign. So at, at an event that has the most money available to it in the best field, you've decided to take none, no, not like a good golfer. Nope. Okay. Don't want any of them. Except for uh, if I was going to bet chalk, I'd probably take Cantlay this week. Everyone loves Cantlay. He's down to sixteen to one. I, what is it with Cantlay? See, that's I don't know. I, I, I'm just. But you're right. Sixteen to one. It's an unbettable number with Cantlay. There's too many good golfers there. Okay. Scheffler's the chalk play, man. Scheffler's uh, yeah. always like covering every you're single right. time he plays. What, what is Scheffler? Scheffler's ten. He's ten to one. Yeah, he's ten to one. You know what? I'd rather. You're right, Rob. Like, and, and you could still be in a hedge situation. The guy's going to be definitely in like top three or four coming down the wire on Sunday, right? He's, he's just so consistent. Like Rory like misses cuts and he has bad, ter- like Scheffler is always there. Always. Yeah, you're right. He's, there, he's consistent. There, there's Strong. another guy that uh, is probably going to win and take all of our money. And his name is John Rom. Mm. John Rom's not winning the players. He wins basically every other tournament and he didn't win last care. week, which means he's due to win this week. You're right. Pat. The, the guy's like in the midst of a no. Tiger Woods 2000 run right now. And he's like, no, he can't win. Yeah. Yeah. I would, like the- I would personally bet Scheffler head to head versus Rob. I can, agree with you. You can get that action. I know. I, I, I know. But like, I, I, th- I think Scheffler should be the tournament favorite. Personally. Why though? Why, yeah, why, why here should Scheffler be the tournament favorite? Because this- he's the most, because I think he's just the most likely to win generally every single tournament that he plays. I mean, he doesn't look like the other guys and he doesn't have the name recognition of the other guys, but he is so incredibly consistent. Like he he's is. always there. Always. Think about Rom is Pat. His game is he's better California golfer than a Florida golfer. That's another, he's never won East of, of Columbus. He's never won East of Columbus. Well, is, me, me, is, is, me, is me and Europe, Rob's is, database were, were is, is Europe considered here. East? So, 
Well, it depends <laughs> on where you are in the world and where what the globe is. But in North America, he's never won East of Europe. Thank you. Pat, Let's just call it out for what it is. He's a better desert and California player than he is in Florida. That's that's. But he's still amazing anywhere. But I, I'd prefer to bet him in California. Like Max Homa, he's great in California. Hey, I bet Max Homa this week. People just want to discredit a guy who, I mean, Patrick Cantlay is 16 to one. I think Max is 24 right now. Max Homa still finished pretty good last week. What did he finish? T14. He led the the field in approach last week, hit basically every fairway and putted himself out of a tournament. He never put himself out of tournaments. You know what, Pat? I think he's being overlooked. His odds are great for for the same golfers in uh, in that zone. Uh, Homa, I love. No, by the way, I'd say Max Homa is probably my favorite golfer. I love everything. I love Max Homa. I love how we just roast people on Twitter too. Yeah, he's he's got a cool demeanor, right, Rob? Mm -hmm. But he's like Harris English says, like no, like he's a flatliner. At least Homa kind of got you know he'll give you something every once in a while. He's got a wicked caddy who looks like uh, ZZ Top. They have a great relationship. No, no, honestly, Max Homa, Pat, what's not to like about Max Homa? Everything about him is real. He's I'm a good guy. I might have to play this Ben Griffin now that uh, Ben Griffin out. I like that Ben publicly. Griffin. I love that pick. So I, 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 pick. I just looked at the the simulator, and it has the names at the top. You would think it's Rom, Rory, Thomas, Scheffler, Cantlay are the top five in terms of overall win equity when you simulate this a thousand times. Ben Griffin is eighth. Wow. Now, so why don't you bet bet you him did, top ten? Yeah, maybe, well, here's this is what I was looking at. There are certain sites that offer each way odds this week, and it's one fifth the price of the outright. So, Rob, let me ask you this because I mean, in my mind, this makes a lot of logical sense. Maybe your more data driven mind, it doesn't. So, if I have someone, let's say, I'll just use the perfect example of Ben Griffin right now. I can bet Ben Griffin at the Players' Championship to win. Not that I think he's going to win because I don't, but he is two hundred and fifty to one. Mm-hmm. So, if I get one fifth of his odds. At two hundred and fifty to one, that is fifty. So don't. That is fifty. But this is not the right way to do it, Pat. Why so not? I'll stop you right there because you what you want to do is you want to convert the two hundred and fifty to one to a percentage, rather than a rather than using the actual odds itself. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Okay, so two hundred and fifty to one. Okay. Let, let me. I I could be just a complete idiot here, and it adds up to the same thing. But two hundred and fifty to one is point four. Uh, implied win probability, right? Yep. Yep, it's the exact same thing. Continue on. Okay. Sorry, I wasted 30 seconds of your show. C- keep going. Okay. Okay, Thomas, a tank engine. <laughs> Zip it. <laughs> so, Pat, gigabyte. Gigabyte. Bet, bet, your each way. Bet, your e- bet your each way, Pat. Okay, exactly. I, 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 I got to restart this now because I've been discombobulated. Mm-hmm. Ben Griffin is 250 to 1 to win. Yes. His top eight finish at 150 odds would be 50 to one. His top 10 odds, Rob, are 18 to one. Mm-hmm. So aren't I better to bet the top, the 250 to one, which the each way for less money than it costs, like to bet the 18 to one top 10? Yes, you are. So the Even reason if- that this happens is because these are separate markets, right? Yes. So when the book opens up the markets, they're all going to be derivatives of one another. But over the course of the week, people are going to make bets and then the bookmaker is just going to move that market that it gets bet at. So, um, yes, you you are correct. I think you've identified a valuable bet there, Pat. So, 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 what you, so, so you're telling me, Pat, you get on the top 10, you're getting 18, and on the other one, you're getting 50 for a top eight. That's a significant difference. But, but, That's... but here's the thing. So the way that you also get the 
out- outrageous half bet of the each way yeah. for the 250 to one. So let's just use a very simple idea of a $20 bet, if that's what you wanted to yeah. wager on it. So 10 of your dollars would go towards the 250. 10 of your dollars would go towards the 50 to one in terms of the top eight. Now you lose those two placement points and that can be huge. I have been screwed on this in the past. It happens when mm-hmm. your guy finishes ninth and it's like, oh, great. Should have bet the top 10. But you would get paid out $500 on the top eight for Ben Griffin on the on the $10 wager. And you get paid out $2,500 on the $10 wager for the win. If you just put 20 bucks on Ben Griffin to come inside the top 10, you would just get paid $360. That'd be your overall total. So I think it's better to do the each way. Wow. We actually gave, that's a, that's a great lesson in numbers and everything right now that's really that's really smart and uh, i like that yeah pat that and guys by the way too like for the majors pat like you got to look at like the big difference between t5 and t8 too right like you know what i mean like say last week was a major with riley he finished eighth i got nothing for t6 he was right there at 280 to one like that's the thing so the way i look at it is if you you can get anything better than a t5 t6 if you can get a t8 go for it well that will do it on the best bet show for the players championship you can follow cam on twitter at cam stewart live and check him out on sports grid the hammer dot bet the hammer hq on youtube you should go subscribe to that right now to check out more rob pozzola rob you bet day mitchell riley and the gala as outright bets you have anyone else i do uh i have ricky fowler oh my god as not an a bad, outright bet. i like ricky I don't um, know if he's gonna win and i have a, a little bit of victor hovland a very small bet. Now, here's the thing: when I'm there's certain guys now, it's almost like you're partying with them. And if they, if they, you know what, you win, you win. I am done with Victor Hovland gagging on Sundays, and I'm done with Tommy Fleetwood's act. Like some guys, Pat, the golf. You want to take other guys, put a line through them. At least when I know when Max Homa's in contention, he has a great chance to win. These other guys, like look at Hovland last week. It's like, come on, dude, you got a hole in one and an eagle. Like figure it out on Sunday. Figure it out, Victor. Like, I think he will guy. at some point. I don't know if this is the week or not, but he, I like his, him too. His He's wedge really nice play guy. is getting better. I mean, it's not; it still leaves a little bit to be desired, but it is getting better. I, he, he's gonna he's gonna round it out eventually. He's a really likable guy too. Like I love his perma smile and stuff. I really love Victor Hovland. But Pat, how many times have we had this guy put one in the water, put one in a bush? Like it's just like, dude, that one loose shot yep. cost him so many tournaments. It's a tough scene. With Big Dick Vic. I'm guessing Feinberg bet on him. Rick, it's tumbleweed. Yeah, no. anyway, one, one day, Victor. Yeah, he's a good guy. Well, I told you about the $500 giveaway. You can do that by subbing to the newsletter, rating and reviewing the audio podcast on Apple or Spotify, and subscribing to Mayo Media Network. I'd stay tuned for after the credits, because that's always a lot of fun for what I choose to put in there. But playing the DraftKings Listeners League, okay? It's almost full. You want to get your spot right now and smash the like on the way out. I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Uh, what was his name? Oh, Gianni the Greek? No. Or, in, or the oh, the Kenyan golfer? Indrage Njonge Kabugu? Yeah, Kabugu. Th- th- there's two Kabugu. So you want to have the guy with the three names. Okay. Three Kabugus. Okay, got it. Yeah, the Kabuki man. Kabuki man, I like it. Paul. From- hey, Rob. No, no I, the best thing is, buddy, there's no bad publicity when the guy gets four fucking how many hits on his stupid stuff, but with bags of money and shit. I'm going right? to bet him 100 to win 150,000. Good. Oh, you got fucking stones and a lot more money than I got. Well, I don't know anything Kabugu? about this. Kabugu. Three. I, 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 no, they won't. They, 
it's, they won't take that. It, it's worth it's worth taking the each way on three six five just in case he comes in like fourth or something like that and still pays fucking three hundred or four hundred to one or whatever it is. Okay. Well, yeah, a, they gave me, me they gave me twenty six dollars and sixty seven cents. Who the that's, fuck is this? What a what a great name, Tom Valiant. Yeah, sounds like a wrestler or a porn star. That that's the other guy. guy uh, that's the other guy, Tom Rob. Tom Valiant. Tom, Tom Valiant. Uh, he's two he's two hundred <laughs> to one now. Sounds like a guy Tom we go meet at Valiant? the bar. What yeah. a great name. Tom, I love you, Tom. Tom Valiant. Tom, Tom Valiant's actually like a real guy though. He's like a he's one of the top oh, okay. ranked. He's French. He's one of the top ranked amateurs in the world. He's been like killing the challenge tour. What a great handle at though. the Kenya Open. Yeah, Tom Tom Valiant. I don't see him on the on the board. Okay, well, yeah, you're gonna have to figure it out. V A I L L A N T. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see it. He's uh, two hundred fifty to one. Two hundred fifty to one. Wow, dude, Tom Valiant. What a what a wow. Wish he was fighting uh, Shawn Michaels. I'd feel better about our chances, (laughs) Pat. But uh, anyway. So who do you got this week? Oh, we got Tom Valiant at 250 to 1. And the Kabuki Najogri, Man. Najogri, Najogri, Wow. The guys, so you're telling me the guy's first and middle name are the same? I don't know, man. Just in, in my, my Euro guy is me. Shout out to Skylar Hoke. He's, he found yeah, this his guy. Middle name and, his middle name and first name are literally the same. There's one letter off. It's Najogri, but he doesn't have an R in the middle. Wow, what a what a handle these guys are. What All right, mean? I'm in. Yeah. All right, I'm let, not in, but let, I will be in. Let, let's win some yeah. money, guys. Who cares? Like who cares about the players? We're gonna win all our money at the I, Magic Kenya Open. Kabugu, baby, let's go. I'd prefer it that way. Hey, wait, wait, wait <laughs> until we have a whole collection of people that are up really early on a Sunday morning, sweating the Magic Kenya Open at fifteen hundred to one. <laughs> Move up. If it wins, I'll be happy if any of these guys go T five. Like that, that'd be amazing. Yeah, Kabugu is going to win though. Yeah, I I don't know. I kind of got a vibe with Tom Valiant to be honest with you. Well, what what if Tom Valiant just wins the hardcore title and then the Kabugi man can win? There used to be a guy, the Great Kabuki, used to blow dust and blind you. Remember the Great Kabuki? I do. Anyway, yeah, he's a great wrestler. Great wrestler. Good times. Mr. Fuji was his manager. You guys okay, got what do we got here? Players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bet, we'll roll, yeah. Best bets, gold, silver, and bronze, Cam. You ready? Oh, gold, silver, and bronze? I thought we were just giving like a six-pack of beer. Okay, you just keep on going. Roll tape. Roll tape. Gold, silver, and bronze. <laughs> Pat, can, I get, can I get your newsletter? You, you I like just, to read. Yeah, it's just... It's, yeah, just just you, put in your email. Just put in your email and you get it. Can I? Can you just send it to me? You got my email, right? Or do I have just, to... Do I have just to add them to the... Pat, just add them to the list. Oh yeah, I, I can probably do that. And just keep it easy for me, Rob. Do, 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 yeah, do I nice do I example. have do I have your consent to do that? It's long, what, you're not going to send me Russian mail order bribes. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a witness. I'm a witness to the consent as well. So add subscribe. I, I give you consent to send me stuff. <laughs>